that's the hardest thing in the world to do. I, I, it's just definitely the hardest thing in the world to do is to reach your goals and say, you know what? It's not what I want. Yeah, no, it was, <laughs> everybody, no, everybody thought it was crazy. Everybody thought it was crazy. All my friends were like, you're leaving LA? I was like, yeah, I'm just like, I was being moved somewhere else and not even on like, you know, some holistic stars type of stuff. Welcome to the Three for Three podcast, the Three and D podcast. This is your host, Lavelle Kosh. AKA Coach Kosh, AKA Coach Lavelle. This is the podcast for athletes, adults, coaches, and active individuals who want to live a pain-free life. We ask our guests three questions in three different areas, sports, business, and travel, and we let the conversation go from there. Welcome to the Three for Three podcast, the Three and D podcast for athletes and active individuals that want to live a healthier and pain-free life. So this man is living pain-free life for years. <laughs> so it makes sense that he is our first ever guest in the 3 and D podcast space. And the man we have is none other than Mr. John C.J. Williams. So this is the 2011 PISSA honorable mention. This is the man who was the sports media digital intern for the Philadelphia Eagles, the digital media intern for the Los Angeles Chargers, the admissions counselor for the Perkioma School, and now the associate director of admissions and head of director of recruiting for the Perkioma School, not to mention the 2023 PISSA state championship. Did I miss anything? Come on, baby. They got to get you one of these, man. Come on, man. Oh, that thing, that thing, nice, too. I was listening. Yeah, that thing, I listening, listening. What's up, I'm, man? I'm, I'm going to need my rock. I'm going to need my, my diamond checker. I'm about to send one to, I'm about to send one to Delaware, man. We couldn't have got it without you, man. I'm going to need my diamond checker. So, you know, I start my day off, and you don't even probably know this. I start my day off by saying, I'm, or, no, I start my day off by saying, I'm undefeated. Because I already beat death. Already beat death, man. We're I woke dead. up undefeated. So, so you guys don't know. Before I um, was the uh, co-owner of Three and D, I was the uh, strength coach at Perkyoma School. That part everyone knows. But I stayed with <laughs> John, CJ. I stayed on his couch, humble beginnings, man. For the, on the we, off season. Oh, we lived in. Where do we live? We lived in, man. I like we talk about, man. We, you know pain-free in more ways than one, right? We used to, we used to have to be in the couch. I had the old, I had the old uh, oven. <laughs> Good times. Oh yeah, it, it was great times. It was great times. And that's why, you know, I love this podcast because you get to hear the origin stories, everybody. You get to kind of see, you know, how everyone's going along and it's, you know, short and sweet. So the whole premise of the podcast is three questions in three areas, sports, business, and travel three of my favorite areas and the three areas that I think you learn the most about yourself really quick in, in a hurry. So the um, the first question I, I love to ask people is, what was the first memory you have of working out for your sport? Yeah, no, that's a good question. So I'm from Burlington Township originally, uh, South Jersey. Uh, since right, I graduated high school, and I went to Perkyoman and uh, growing up there though, uh, there's a our population had a lot of football basketball guys right several that have played high level division one right all through college and a couple NFL guys and so when we were in high school we come back for the offseason because everybody was at different schools 
Uh, one of my good friends, Marcus Fulmer, he's actually uh, a strength conditioning coach and coaches football now. He would host like football camps that we go through. So that's some of my like highest level of training. But when we were like seven, we all lived in the same neighborhood. Uh, we would do something called like, did you make the Eagles? And basically we would do training camp events like as like little, little kids and like people's front yards and backyards. And we would do like combine drills. And then Marcus would send us home. And then basically, right, we're knock on our doors if you made the team and stuff. And so, oh. like, yeah, crazy, right? Like, and there's a cut, right? This guy could our home and made, uh, he got drafted to the Packers, right, in real life. And so, right, there's a few uh, NFL players and high-level college guys in our in, in our area. And so, like, we would do that in the summers and our days off. And, like, it made us competitive, right, playing the Randy Moss game where it was one-on-one, right, where all wide receivers are DBs. And so, like, from from nine to about, 18 we were in each other's backyards on the fields really competing and so being competitive from a very early age is why right and like though we've you know we came up in this game kind of together is why I'm so competitive right like just from a, a little kid it was always like one verse one and then I think I try to bring that to like my everyday approach whether it's athletics or whether it's emissions right we're we're competing against other peer schools to get these kids to join our shout program. out shout out coach marcus man give him his full name where he's from yeah, make, yeah, no, make sure uh make sure i get up with my guy marcus fullmore Bronte township we achieve fitness uh he coaches at Bronte township high school as well he played football at uh fordham and so right he he really uh, was a big part of why our area so could you know why, yeah. why our area is so competitive Give him some love. As long as he got a gym in Delaware, he can go and love yeah, you. Nah. <laughs> he's really so competition now. So now, when you left, that was the first call I made, and so he's a he he's a football guy. Uh, he he actually works with a couple of the basketball players in the area too. Does a great job, and so you know I me, mean? like I've been in PA as long as I was in South Jersey, but it's South Jersey in my heart until I die, man. Oh, 100%. I mean, as you should. It's funny, man, because the, a lot of the training, I think, the best kind of training comes from not a lot of equipment. You know, not a lot of resources, just, okay, I want to get faster. We're going to use our body, some equipment and, and cones, and that's it. You know, sometimes, you know, nicer stuff is is good. The parachutes and all the other, you know, fancier stuff is cool. But, man, when it comes to it, you just need a body, a plan, and just to work. And you and you obviously know this because you work with all-level athletes, but it's like, right, when you get the fundamentals of the like just foundations of lifting and competing and everyday working out, then we'll graduate to like the different, right? Right. You have clientele that are pros, right? The pro clientele gets to do that next level type of stuff. And like when you're a young kid trying to just get footing, you need to just work on the same thing every day. Cause right. I learned it from you. I say all the time. How you do anything is how you do everything. So, yes, sir. Man, like, I still say it to the guys. It's a, it's important, right? If you're not on time or you're not ready to lift, right, you don't get one of these, man. It put a, it put a lot of pain in, right? To get, <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm flexing it now. We put a lot of work in to get this ring, man. And, like, we've been there seven, eight years with Coach Bowden. And, and, right, we thought we had talented teams over the years, but it's like the fundamental work is how you get, right, to, right, be a champion. And, like, whether it's high school, college, or, right, if you, if you get to play like and then, and then the, the, the funny part is about that too it really is that simple continue to do the same stuff over and over and then eventually it becomes so easy that the hard stuff 
then becomes easy because you've mastered the little stuff. When we get older, you look back and it's like, man, all those old sayings and coaches and yeah. quotes, it all made sense. It's just so funny how obvious it is now. But looking back, you're like, man, that stuff don't work. And now you tell the kids, say to our parents, the coach told us. That's what's crazy. It's like the kids out in like a like Phil Barry at like Princeton used to always tell me, like, man, you just talking quotes. But it's like, because I played sports <laughs> all my life, that's what I, right, besides the work ethic, I have those just those little cliches in my head, yeah, and it's like, out Phil. yeah, you know, like if you if if you can think about them right, and if you see us warm up, and you've been there, right, I'm just I'm just screaming at them, right, like I'm screaming at them, like get the sleep out your eyes, like let's go, you know what I mean, like it's like how you prepare, right, is usually how you perform, and so right, we think we do it, right, and this is not just me, right, but it's all over the place, right. If you prepare your athletes, they'll perform well, right, and right. Yes. What they say, like, you don't rise to the occasion, you rise, like, to your preparation. And so, like, we try to make them as prepared as possible. And, you know, usually that works more than not. Yeah, you don't rise to the occasion. You fall to level of preparation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like it's, I said, no, 100%. You know, like I said, this is a, a strength and conditioning podcast. So, you know, um, talking about uh, pain-free, you know, <laughs> being being that that you are, you know, in, in a coach, but still trying to be active and stuff like that, you know, what what do you do to try to be active and work out while you're coaching? Because it's hard to be a coach and to be active because when you leave the weight room or the gym or the field, the last thing you want to do is your own workout. Yeah, no, it's so funny, right? And obviously when you were here, it was, right, me, you, and Dante Gittins. Shout out my boy, Dante Gittins oh, at Sacred Heart oh, University. Oh, uh, he's, he, he's the dobo there. We would do our little lifting, but I would say the active lifestyle, so A, I'm giving tours, right? I'll probably give three or four tours a week, right? And so I'm not, right? I'm, I'm I'm a football player, so I'm not thinking about these as active things, but I'm walking around the campus, 185 acre campus, the Perkyoma School, Pennsburg, PA, come and see us. Uh, but I'm giving those tours. Oh. <laughs> I'm giving those tours all the time. Uh, and so that's a active lifestyle. Uh, I would say being at practice, right? I always wanted to be in the front office, but Coach Bodnay still has me, right? Doing the breakdowns and the drills as well and that helps me stay connected to the players, but also stay active. And I would say, right, my best friend right now is my jump rope, right? Like that, like, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not an extreme lifter, right? I don't, right? I love the nap, but right now that I'm getting older, I'd say right, I'm closer to 30 than I was when we first met. And so now, right, jump rope and is trying to stay active. And so in the summer, I walk to work every day, right? And like, it's like, a, it's like a six minute walk, but it's like those small things, now that I'm not competing to play on Saturdays anymore, uh, I think help keep that active lifestyle against, right? Just sitting on my couch and eating fries and stuff. You'll be happy to know. Cutting out juice and soda. So I'm starting what? that right yeah, now. I don't know. I don't know why. It's, it's, it's easy stuff to cut out. And so I'm still drinking it from time to time, right? Everything in moderation. I have a little swig. I, I want the whistle. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm trying to think about those things, right? Trying to practice what, you know, try to practice what you preach. I know our guys are taking care of their body to the optimal ability. And so if I want to continue to stay at least a couple of steps behind him. I got to start right. You know, I, I got to start figuring out ways to like be able to do that. Yeah. And um, it's, it's, it's so funny you to say that because a lot of the stuff that I tell people is so obvious. Like my, my one homeboy is booked in front of me, you know, not make fun of me, you know, teasing. He's like, man, you've been in, in good shape for 10 years, 11 years. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I just do death by a thousand cuts. I was yeah. walking everywhere. And I was at Perk. I never drove to work. Even when it rained, I just have an umbrella, snow, right. 
it's just the little stuff, you know, and it's just keep moving. And uh, and that's the same way we, we are applied to business, you know, death by a thousand cuts, trying to lead what we what we say and, and make sure that all the coaches that we have and our athletes understand why we do things. And then, you know, from a business standpoint, always trying to make sure everyone knows that we have the best interests at heart, you know, at 3ND. And that, you know, leads me to my, my uh, business questions. So what was the turning point when, when you wanted to, when you knew you wanted to stay in the prep world? Because you had a little taste of the college and the professional. So why, why prep and, and why stay? Yeah, that's, and that's a question that I still get asked. And it's like, right, like personal reasons, but also part of the business is that like I was on the West Coast and I loved it, right? I loved LA uh, and it was right before COVID. And so, right, my last summer or time before the shutdown. I was in Los Angeles. I was 25, right? I was, you know, it was, it was, it was really good. I was connecting with people. I was working with the Chargers and I had a lot of responsibility. Uh, but that, but that personal aspect is what I miss, right? And I think I thrive best with working with kids, right? Between the ages of like 13 to like 19. And so for me, I was more so on the business side of social media and, and, and digital uh, media. And so I missed just kind of the everyday grind of recruiting. Uh, right, the cold calls. And so prior to the pandemic, I guess it was like January, it was probably December, January, I started looking. Uh, and at the time, right, uh, like Diana Gleason, who's now going to be the head of school at, Bridgeton, uh, at Bridgeton uh Academy, I told her I wanted to come back, but everybody thought I was joking. So like Thomas Bodnay, the director of basketball operations here at Perky Oman School, right, we talked every day and I told him, I said, hey, like, I'm coming back, right? And he was like, well, like, it's not going to be here, right? Joking, because he didn't thought I was homesick. <laughs> like, going where you want, but not here. Yeah, no, no. And, and it changed once I took a couple, you know, visits that weren't at Perky Omen. And he was like, well, that's crazy, right? Like, if you're going to come back to the world, then we got to get this thing <laughs> On second thoughts. And so, yeah, I took, I took, I, I took two visits to, uh, I took one visit to a competitor and, 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 and honestly, I enjoyed it because I wanted to, that was going to be on the football side. And so, right, when when I came back, everybody, people didn't know, right? People thought I was visiting from the West Coast, but it was like a secret, uh, it was a secret interview and it went really well. And, and I tell everybody, right, I moved in back to Perky Oman School and my first day was March 13th, 2020 when the world oh. shut down. And so, right, like, and so like for me, I had, right, it's like a gift and a curse, right? Because if I would have went to some of those other places, who knows if I would have been able to write, write last person in, first person out. And so I think, right, that kind of helped me and what I was kind of looking for. And, you know, it ended up, right, like like I said, I'm a flexible one more time. And <laughs> this, man, I picked right, man. Like, right where you need to be. You know, I tell people, if you know, you know. But, yeah, man, I got I got one of these, and that was the goal, right? Like, uh, I got back with friends and family. And so, right, Dante Games was here, Thomas Bodnay were here, and we had some unfinished business to do. And then, you know, you know, it was nice. But 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 LA was LA was awesome. I love working on the NFL side. I chased my dreams there, right? Uh I wasn't sure after the Eagles if it's what I wanted to do, but that was only game days. And so I got a full year experience with LA and it was and it was amazing. I still have really good friends, successful friends. Yeah. Uh, but just wasn't what I was looking for at that time, right? As I was getting older, I was thinking, right, I'm getting old now. I'm thinking about family and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. But, uh, but 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 I knew I wanted to be back east no matter what I did, right? And so right, like if the Eagles would have called me in February, I might have been a Philadelphia Eagle again. But I just think, right, everything happens how it's supposed to happen, and and and, and I'm so happy that I'm so happy that it did because because then it 
well because then the world falls right and so like I, I was thinking I was getting the one thing and I had to rewrite I had to redefine myself right how do you recruit during the pandemic and so I'm happy I got to do it at a place that I was really familiar with uh, uh like you know being a graduate uh the class of 2013 and so right it's easy to do your job when you love it uh, that's the hardest thing in the world to do I, I it's just definitely the hardest thing in the world to do is to reach your goals and say you know what <sighs> It's not what I want. <laughs> yeah, no, it was not. Everybody thought it was crazy. Everybody thought it was crazy. All my friends were like, you're leaving LA? I was like, yeah, I'm just like, I was being moved somewhere else. I'm not even on like, you know, some holistic stars type of stuff. But I was just like, <laughs> I had right, retrograde. Yeah, you know, right? I was checking the mercury in, in the risings, but I was talking. <laughs> it's very, it's very seldom do you reach your goals at 25 or 26. And like, right, I was, I, I was an intern working, I was, I was seasonal, but that's, that's all. That's what I wanted. I wanted to see if I could yeah. break in, and I and like right. I think I could have continued to stay, but I was like I, the the prep thing, man. Like once it bites you, you kind of yeah. Oh, it's hard. It's it's hard to get. It's hard to get out your system. So my mom oh, cried. So my mom cried when I left, and she cried when I came back. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean, because people look at success through different lenses, right? And it, it wasn't right to the untrained eye. It might have been a failure, but I didn't get fired, right? I just was like, I'm looking for something else. And so as I get right older and I see things, right, life balance is so important to me, right? Like, I didn't want to work six days a week, 15 hours, right? I ended up working at a job that doesn't stop, but like, right, you can find the it's breaks. Levels, though, too. Yes. In, in the prep world, it is very, you know, 365, 24-7, but it's controlled chaos. You know right. what's going on. You know, you know what time you got to be there, what have you, and everything is more or less predictable. You know. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's why no, that's why I liked it, man. I I left. Uh, right, it was twenty nineteen. We had when my last game was the Jalen Gaffney buzzer beater against us against West Town, right? So that stung. Uh, and then when I came back, I came back to watch their their state title game against West Town and we lost again. And so, right, like, it's funny, right? Would, if if we would have won, would I have come back? I don't know. But watching us lose again, I was like, all right, we got it, right? It was year four or five. I was like, all right, oh, year no. six, seven, and eight. Right? I was like, year six, seven, eight, we're going to make something shake. And so we, right, that pandemic, we retooled and, you know, like the rest is kind of history. So. Yeah, man, uh, West Town, great program. Shout out to my boy, D-Live. He just got uh, drafted. Mavericks is a great spot for him, too. It is. It is. I, I, I can say good things about him. Not Seth. Not Seth, <laughs> uh, Seth, no, Seth Berger runs a great program there, and he's also a great friend of our program. And so every time we see him, it's all love. And it's, yep. it's healthy competition. That's what's nice. It's healthy competition, right? We compete hard with them. Iron arm. Yeah, you know, Blair, like Phelps, right? George School, right? We compete hard with these local Pennsylvania preps and, and the day schools, but it's like, Right. It's healthy, but it's also a healthy respect. And so, right, we're on the same yep. beer group. And when we go to play New England, it's PA versus the world. And so I really like that. We're to, you know, we're, we're, we're able to stay connected. So, uh, right. Yeah, they, my, my boy, I was talking to somebody and it was like, yeah, Derek is the modern day Tyson Chandler. And I was like, sure is. I mean, he can yeah. shoot and a little offensively inclined, but I say I a hell of a career. I wouldn't mind yeah, having nah. a career one bit. I'll take his career. So, so during the pandemic, during the pandemic, we had beat them four times. And that was when Derek was a junior and they had the kid at Florida State, uh, Worley. And then, right, Derek came back that next year and really asserted his will. And so, right, when we saw him again this year, right, we, right, right, even though he wasn't there, 
you know, we we had a little payback. And it's weird in the prep world because you don't have kids who grew up down the street or four-year kids, right? And so trying to get one- or two-year kids to buy into the rivalries, it's tough. But if you get the right level of competitor, yeah. right, yeah. like like a dude who, like an unsung hero, Sam Pullman, right? Sam Pullman wanted to beat those guys down there as if he grew up down the street here, right? And so, yeah. like, get guys you can bring into your foxhole and that's another big thing about the about competing if you can bring those guys in you can compete at a high high level and we're yes. very as you know niche about who we go to find but right we want high academic high uh, competitive riches get riches yeah no 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 man it's 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 it's, it's fun as you know right because you've been a part of the recruiting process now that you're on obviously the the we are third party right side but like when you yeah, were yeah. Well, uh, i like to call it private sector sir that, yeah, that's, yeah, where, that's yeah. where i live now we did we were private sector and you were in that purple and gold man oh we, yeah pause up to i thought i still i still tell kids you know um that i have some high school kids who are looking at you guys i'm like uh, you know it's a different world up there i tell different kids world, it's a different world they're gonna ask you a lot of stuff it's all within the Roman basketball, no, you know, Bob Knight stuff. <laughs> but it, it's just very, very competitive. And most kids aren't built like that. And the best thing that I love is if you want to have insiders, you have to have outsiders. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know what? It's not for me. Okay, I wish you the best of luck. And then we're going to go to the next person who, you know, fits our, our, our program. And, and what's nice is that we're super transparent, right? And that's like the business side of it is that like, uh, I'm only 28, right? And so when I'm 48, and these kids that I'm recruiting might have 12, right? Who, right? You know, like who knows? Right? They yeah, might have or like right stuff like that, right? I want them to look back to 2021 when we talked that they had a great conversation and I treat them with respect, right? Right? Like whether you're going to Susquehanna like I did or you're going to Florida like Thomas Houck, right? You're gonna get that same door to door experience when you work with Coach Bodney and I and, and, and now Coach Caldera and Mark Devi, our head of school. Right, we're doing a good job of making everybody feel the same, and it's like you—you you can never leave here and say, right, what they told me wasn't true. If you then come here, right, and so we try to make sure that right throughout the whole process for every kid that we work with, they feel that, and it does make you get connected, right? We're not selling you a dream that doesn't exist, right? We want kids who want to come and compete, uh, and like I said, we've been successful in that. But I tell people, they see me, right? They, they, right, right, right. I'm joking, showing the ring. They see that. But man, we get told no every day, right? And, and, oh, and you, have to that, you have to get on the chin and be able to work through but it. But I would imagine the transfer rate got to be low because when I was there for three and a half years, yeah, we hardly had anybody come and go. Yeah, no, right? Like if you come here, it's because right you think it's a good fit. And these are type of schools where like it's not a public school, so it's not like you're in class with thirty other kids who like eighteen of them don't want to be there. Five yeah. of them are just going <laughs> through the motions. Couple really do, right? The kids we recruit kids hard. From right from now until they enroll, right and right, it's kids I'm recruiting now that I won't get on campus until next, until next, right? What's next June, right? And so, yeah. and so, right, we try to find guys who are going to be here for the long run, one or two years, right? Shout out Bob Rosenberger was our first four year guy. Michael sure. B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Psycho Bob, him and him and Brandon Legree, right? We're here from the beginning to the end, right? And like those kids don't exist, right? Because people get. And it's and, and it's not their fault because right how, how the pros and the college stuff works, it trickles down. So like people aren't going to college right now sitting and waiting to play. There's so many oh, division one, two, no. and three schools they can play at. Uh and so right, like we get it, right? We're telling kids come and join this this program that has right 10, 
college players in front of you at all levels, and it's tough, right? But the guys who do really buy in, they do, right? I say, if you buy in, you'll cash out, right? Like, that type of stuff works. But it's t- I told him, I said, when I was 16, 17, there's no way I could have done this because no, no, I was too no. self, right? I, was, I wasn't selfless. Oh, I don't know. I, I might have because I, I love the competitiveness. I'm obviously, you know, extremely competitive as well. So I kind of would have probably bought in. And, you know, I was a, a, a Coach B, Thomas Bodnay kind of guy. Like, yeah, I, I, I would I would, I would, have probably loved it, to be honest. Not, not me. That's why we fit so well, me and B, is because, right, uh, I was, I'm now, I came into this life, right? I was a little, right, off, off the wall a little bit. And so now that I'm maturing and I've gone through college, I see that this is the way that I want to do things, right? When I was 16, yep. I wanted to do things my way. And it's just like, I didn't have the knowledge to do it that way. And so like, when I see kids that are like a little hardheaded, I'm like, look, like you could be hardheaded, but if you want what you expect on the other end, you got to buy into something, right? Whether you buy in now or later, right? Our, our business, as you know, right? Cause you work with a lot of basketball players is that people are expecting zeros on the other end, right? Not everybody is a full scholarship player, right? There's several levels of success, right? And, 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 and we want, our kids to find a level that fits best for them, right? When you come to Park Yeoman School, you'll never be guaranteed anything. The only guarantee we give, and it's Coach Gittins was here when you were here, when the other strength coaches, Coach Caldera, Coach Bodnay, myself, Coach Kellogg, Coach Klein, we tell you, and Coach Malley, right? We can only guarantee that you'll get better. That's it. Get better, mm-hmm. and you'll work with guys who really that's care. That's what you, if that's what you're looking for, if you're looking to get better and get a great education, then this is the place, right? If you're looking to go to somewhere guaranteed that's like hey man like we don't we tell our guys we're not the ones who give the offers right like hey i love you right i love you but i'm not the one who can give you the scholarship we can just make sure that you work in order to be in that position and then the last part so like i said you know three for three we hit the sports we hit the uh the, the business and then the uh the travel so I don't know a lot of people know uh, you did your study abroad in Hawaii. Hawaii, <laughs> baby. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how I don't know how how that counts to study abroad when uh, I'm still so in America. My man for 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 our, our audio audience, my man <laughs> got a uh um he got uh um he got glasses on. He got props. <laughs> John Lennon, you feel me? Let me get, let me get my phones out, man. This is this is this is a holiday for me, man. <laughs> this is a holiday for me. Hello, Prep Rich Paul. You feel me? About, he got yeah for for our audio audience. He got about three phones on right now. I don't know how he's using all of them at the same time. Hello. And the ring so big, can't make me can't dial. So I don't, I don't get it. But uh, yeah, so like I said, within the world of uh, exercise and working out and all that stuff. How were the the workouts in in Hawaii? Because you were going in college, so I imagine you had to be. So yeah, I was a junior. I was going into my senior year. So funny enough, I just I just came off my partial torn ACL, so I wasn't sure if I'd be able to go. And so we were going right for across, uh, right for study abroad. And so right, like we were actually taking like they weren't classes, but we were doing cross cultural, like immersion trips. And so for me. Right, so it was me, the track team went, a lot of the track kids, uh, I was a baseball kid that went. Uh, and so, right, we hiked, like, we were hiking, what is it, what is it, Diamond's Head, like all those, I don't think I hiked the big ones, but like Coco's, what, like those on, on, we were on Waikiki, we were on Waikiki, they went to the big island, the second one, which is all the volcanoes, 
and then we went to Kauai. But I was hiking that whole time and walking, right? We were playing volleyball. We were with the volleyball coach. And so mm-hmm. really, right, that sun and the way they eat out there, right, it was like I came back kind of – I tried to find a picture. I was kind of husky out there. Uh, I've but seen it was, a picture. I, I've seen yeah. it before and yeah. afterwards. I was looking yeah. doing research. Yeah. I got to find some, yeah. I was so uh, so we're out there 17 days. So I plug, I plug my guys at uh, Susquehanna. Uh, in order to graduate from there, you have to do either right an international trip or a cross cultural immersion. Anything with voucher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so I didn't want to. We were the first school though to, to, be, to make sure the the, closest, the story is clear. We're the first school in the country to make study abroad requirement. Is want to make sure. Well, you... I mean, yeah, I mean, but you know how it goes in Susquehanna with the landmark, man. We want to give. We want to talk about it, man. SU. Oh, oh, we we definitely. I love voucher to death. You know, go 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 for it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we we definitely have better years. It's all right though. We got. Uh, new administration uh, okay. in our Yo, basketball program. So yeah, we we definitely definitely looking for a bounce back year this year. No, but but when I was there, though, it was it was it was awesome. Right, I got to learn about something different. So I've never have been on a plane before that. Right, and so that was twelve hours straight from JFK Ooh, to Hawaii. First time ever. And I, you know, me, you know, how I sleep. I was sleeping for like seven. And I was like, is he okay? I'm like, I was just, I was nervous. <laughs> I was nervous, so 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 yeah. So that was that was awesome, right? We ate and, and we actually just got uh, last year. We just had to get some food from Hawaii, so it was nice to talk about the trip and see what the mm-hmm. local saw the palace, uh, and right like you know me, Vel. Hard to be meeting right meeting you, where I was like, I ain't traveling, man. I'll never want to travel, man. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not leaving my house. And like my job now, right? Uh, right. I get to right. I've gone to Puerto Rico twice this fall or winter, right? We're gonna now three years past COVID, we're going to start to ramp up our international travel. So I might right, be able to do some international travel. So that's going to be pretty exciting now that I'm, I think I met Val when I was 24. So now that I'm 28, it's probably 23. Now that I'm 28, I have a different lease on, on oh, travel. Yeah. Than I, I remember that 23, CJ. I remember <laughs> that time you had that first time you driving a car longer than an hour. We went to Boston. Boston, we went to Boston. Eight car accidents. I said, I can drive. He said, well, you know, you gotta, you know, have your paperwork, and then that they come. He said, "Can you drive?" Yeah, sure. And he, he I had to do background. I had to drive yeah, test. He, 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 he had to take his fingerprint. No, yeah. So like when I can't, right? That's like you know, like the way I talk about Perkins School, right? It's easy with travel and all that. Like it's easy to do my job here because it's so. It's why I think it will be tough to do this somewhere else. It's because I'm speaking from experience. I came here when I was. 13 and had no idea about anything and right i'm here at 28 you know 15 years later and right, i got my license here i uh, uh, i got a faculty member gave me their my first car uh right like they took care of me when i was leaving for la when i came back right they gave me a nice i, I say i'm the I, I joke and say i'm the best usage of financial aid ever right i'm the yeah yeah no nah, i mean you know i you know i flipped you know this this return on investment is why I do what I do, right? Think of right, like when I'm sitting there looking at kids, I'm like, all right, if we're investing or whatever it may be, like who 15 years later will still be a right, who who, who will still be a spokesperson, you know, you know, for the school. And so, right, all schools around the country have it, but I don't know if they right, like if they do it at the level that 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 we're able to do it. And so, right, it's fun. I work with great people. You obviously were one of them, right? You and Coach Shannon. Right, where people right where my next door neighbors actually when we were here in the oh, condo. Fun times. 
Yeah. So I, I I used to have to watch Vell's dogs. I, I watched it once when he traveled. Never again. He is a total 180. So our, we got two uh, rescue greyhounds. If you want to know about greyhounds, they go from the uh, track right to rescue. They don't go in between. The greyhounds are only pre, uh, breed to run. You really can't get a, a puppy greyhound. They're crazy expensive. Rachel seen something she sent me that said greyhound semen was like $30,000. It was a crazy amount of money, I know, for, you know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> CJ watched our dog, and he, like, snapped. This is when our dog was like, our dog got a body. It was, it, 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 it was, was a pit bull yeah, our, our dog, our dog seen something like so he killed a, a woodchuck. I feel feel sorry for that woodchuck. And uh yeah, but now we domesticated him. He got chirper beds. He he's totally different. I was he, living with the hood greyhounds. Oh, he definitely was. You got him when he fresh out. He was fresh out. He was like maybe out the Right, right from the track. So yeah, you got him when he's fresh out. Now you know he got uggs. See, he, 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 yeah, he, yeah. He'll he'll if it's too high, he can't go outside. So I'm I'm gonna leave you with this. I'm I'm gonna steal this question from uh, Guy Raz of uh, how they build this. Do you think your success is contribute to how hard you work and the position you put yourself, or do you how much of their success do you contribute just as straight luck? That's a good question. Wow. Uh, right. I'll be honest though. Right. You gotta get lucky a little bit, but but. Like luck, I, I don't know the exact quote, but it is, it is like luck is when, right, preparation, right? Meets opportunity. You know what I mean? Meets opportunity. And so honestly, in my life, I've gotten great opportunities, right? But I put myself in those positions. Uh, and so, right, like, I think I'm a hard worker. I think I could work harder, but I think I'm a, I'm a outside the box for those that know me, for those that are listening to this, right? I'm my brain works very different than other people, right? And so I found success in uh, in fields that aren't conservative, but have done a certain thing away for hundreds of years. And yeah. I come in right where people zig, I've zagged. And, I, and a part of it is working with great people and they've allowed me to be myself. And so, right, like if you're gonna do, the, do it the way I do it, kind of loud, kind of unconventional, uh, a little, not aloof, but like, right, I do things differently. You have to be successful and so right like i just think right being a people's person i've been able to connect with people all over the world and, and and right like it's genuine right this isn't right i don't have a brand right there's nothing that i'm pushing to people no, you're the same exact person 5 a.m i've seen it the same. right like right 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 you live with me right when i wake up like i say when my feet hit the ground it's like that and so because of my approach right the last i guess decade right this, you can ask me from Bronson township middle school at springside the people at Prick Young from 09 to 13, the Henna from 13 to 17, to LA, Philly, and back in Perky Omen, like I've been the same, which some people may be like, oh, well, what are you gonna change, right? Mentally, right? I think I've got mentally stronger. LA was a big part for me because I was finally leaving the nest. And so yeah. when I found out, right, I always thought I was a big fish in a little pond, honestly. I just I just honestly think I'm a big fish, right? Like I'm just stream, I'm just going wherever the stream is, and so right. Once I got that out of my head, I think I've been able to be even more successful. And it's about confidence, man. Like I don't lack, I don't lack confidence, right? Like be it that it be, you know, be it as it's may, right? I'm right. Probably, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's not a, right. No, I, I don't know, no. right? But I'm socially aware, right? I'm aware of my faults and the things that I do well. And so, right, it's a mixture of being right. Like the luck would be that when I was a ninth grader here, my 12th grade 
student body president ended up being the Eagles like social media coordinator, right? And so mm-hmm. we stayed connected and she had an internship opportunity. But like I put myself in that position, right? Because I stayed connected. And so, right, it is, right, you know, you say, and hey, about what you know, but it's about who you know, right? Or or, or, or right, right, right. And so for me, right. I, yeah, yeah. And so really I did I did both. And so right, I'm 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 right, I'm blessed to be in this position but I also work very hard every day at my craft, right? And it's really, my craft is just, no, just knowing, just knowing random facts, knowing people and being able to put a smile on people's faces. But there's a skill to that though. It's, it's, yeah. The connecting is a skill just because it's in, is uh, unconventional doesn't make it, you know, less value. And the ability to connect, people always say it to me like, oh, you know a lot of people and what have you, but I, I say in contact, I say in Happy Father's Day, Happy Mother's Day text, I yeah. call and check in. That's a skill because people don't do that. And people are terrible at communication and creating, you know, relationships. So you doing that, especially at a high level, that's a skill in itself. It's just, once again, unconventional. Yeah, no, I think I, I joke and say, I'm a salesman with morals, right? Like I know <laughs> that I'm selling people an experience and opportunity, education, but like what you get with that is a lifetime bond, right? Like we're not, we're not selling you clunkers, right? Like mm-hmm. Tom Monet, Mark Devi, right? Have created it's like a lot. It starts shaking. You know what I mean, right now? Like it's what we say, right? Diana Gleason just left, and Abby Moser is the director of admissions now, right? We want you to feel that luxury brand, right? And we know, right? We've been around since 1875, but people don't haven't known us prior to right 2010, right? And so like That's kept secret. Yeah, so like you right, we're right. We think we're the hidden gem of the prep world, and we continue. Right. When you get here, you'll get the same experience everybody else gets. And it's a really good one. And so, right, I, I right, I put my pants on one leg at a time. I head out, I head to Creeble, and it's the same level of, of dedication, but it's because I love it, right? These people uh, changed my life and helped me change my family, right? Change, honestly, change my family's life and add structure to a place that was shaky. And so, for me, I give it my all every day. And that's, right, really why I've been successful. There, there, there is no secret, there's no gimmick. You just got to do the work and hope that. And hope that the universe is favorable to you, but also right, take take stuff when they come, you know, like see and believe and don't be scared of the moment. Cause like, right, why not you, right? Especially a guy who works with pros, man. Like there's such a slim opportunity to get that uh right right that advantage. And so for us, right, I I don't take it for granted. Right? I love what I do. I love the kids I work with. Uh and you know, like I hope I can do it for a long, long time. No, man, and that's that's a great way to end it. So Thank you guys for listening to the first edition of the 3 for 3 3 and D podcast with my man, Mr. C.J. John Williams, a.k.a. Mr. Pittsburgh. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys, and see you later.